Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the DMP podcast. This is the Daredevil special part two, and it is... What's the weather like down your end, actually, Tom? Uh, pretty like? cloudy. Yeah? It's it is cloudy today. Well. On a cloudy day in both Brisbane and Newcastle. Um, Tom's with me again, uh, and we're going to do the a spoiler-filled back end of the season and probably do a kind of a quick overview of what I suppose we can expect in season two, if there is a season two, which is a bit concerning. So Please have a season two, because we need more Daredevil. I really hope so. Like, after the end, like the last six episodes of this made me want it so much more. Yeah. Because uh-huh. I got to episode 12, and then I was like two o'clock in the morning, and I was like, no, I, I'm fall, I'll fall asleep through it. So I went to bed, and then I just didn't want to watch it, because I was like, <laughs> I didn't want it to finish. <laughs> and, oh man, I'm... I'm glad that I watched it, but I'm also so pissed off that I did because I uh, know oh, it's that it's that Netflix model. Like it's a it's it's a great thing, but it's also a curse because you can be like, oh yeah, I can watch them all in one weekend. Now I wish I watched them all in like over twelve weeks. Like because <laughs> yeah. it's just exactly, and that's why I feel really bad for the people that did the um the first four episodes of Game of Thrones and watched the leak because. You're waiting that long for it, yeah. And then now you've got to wait another four weeks for it. Like I know, it's like I almost did that, but I'm like, nah. I'm, see, I want I want HD. I want high quality. That's that's exa- that's <laughs> it. I mean, I I think Game of Thrones doesn't lend itself so much to the Netflix model as Daredevil does. I think Daredevil, nah. I feel like, is designed nicely for the binge, but Game of Thrones, I feel like, just isn't because it's so much information that you're getting in Game of Thrones, and Daredevil doesn't have that. And even in the back six episodes, it doesn't overload it. It's a very kind of simple narrative, to be completely honest. There's there's a few players, but there's nothing overly complicated about it. And that's why I like it. And that's why it's such a good show. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's it's connected to like a, a wider universe, but it's focusing on one aspect of that universe so they don't over-bombard it with outside references and shit. Exactly. Like, like, like Iron Man 2, because I watched that the other night, and it's like, oh, yeah. This I, is all this stuff. I think Iron Man 2 is better than Iron Man 3. Yeah, everyone says that, but I, that's another argument for another day. Yeah, we'll, like, we'll, put, we'll, put that as, <laughs> we'll probably put that aside for something else. But, I mean, let's, let's talk about the back six because there are some really, 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 really good episodes to come out of it, like the um, episode with Stick. So there's the episode seven with Stick, which has... Um, uh, Scott Glenn? Yep, as M- M- Matt's old kind of mentor. Do you know where he came from? Um, or did he just come out of nowhere to the, um, to the nunnery and was like, Hey, he, oh, fuck, I knew, I knew some stuff about the character. Cause I watched the old Electra movie for the first time, like months ago, like a couple of months ago. I'm so sorry. I know. Like, I don't know why I bought it. I don't know why they bought it out in the first place. Uh, Cause Daredevil made so much money. Did it? Okay, I'm gonna look this up. I think there. so. I think it made something like 200 million back in 2003. That's a lot of money. That's a lot, yeah. Given inflation, true. Yeah. Um. He was just the martial arts master, who, and I think he got like it's like the the people on Shield that look look after the Inhumans. Mm. He like goes out and looks for people that have better than average abilities and whatnot, and try and helps them to hone their skills, etc. Yep, yep. But I'm not 100% sure what he um, really does. But, see, the episode itself is really good because it, it shows you Matt's growth into what he is today, which is really important. 
but it also with stick like the mentor is really tough and there's like the underlying kind of narrative is their relationship but also the fact that they're going out to destroy this weapon called black sky which was i think pretty much the biggest link to the major universe in marvel that the show has done i think which i didn't pick up on until like i saw it on a website like two days after watching that episode yeah i like admittedly i when you brought it to my attention i was kind of like yeah but then i also kind of thought back well that makes sense because given the kid was like is strapped to yeah like strapped up crazy and I think it's a good way to do that because it, you don't know if the Black Sky project or the kid has any involvement with the Inhumans or with uh, the greater narrative, or they're just there's something else going on that we're not sure about as well. There's, it's kind of like it's a red herring, but not because we know that there could be an end game with it. But yeah, it's like it's like um because Daredevil has the hand like a ninja organization mm. as he, one of his main enemies yeah and i immediately thought oh he's, he's like a super ninja or some shit that they're trying to get rid of because it, like stick wants to try and wipe out the hand yeah well, that's what i think yeah that oh that's right that's yeah the belief yeah he wants to get rid of the hand so he's like oh let's go kill the super ninja before he can become even better and then i'm like oh wait no he could be inhuman oh makes a little bit more sense to have him locked up now it's not yeah. a super <laughs> it, it, it does. It's an interesting mythology kind of episode. And, the, uh, you know, like you, you said, there's no references to... Well, th- there's the one reference by um, Wesley to Thor and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's early on, but it's a throwaway. It's a, it felt, That felt like a complete throwaway line. There, yeah, there it's like the, um, it. the newspapers that Ben has. Mm, that that's he's, right. Because mm. he does the articles on, like, the Battle of New York and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And even characters bring it up as the incident or something, but I can never remember a moment where they've actually gone a bit on about the incident. Yeah, yeah. In terms of the overall quality of the back six compared to the front, what, where, like, which set would you have? Like, would, would you do you prefer? I don't know. Like, I think towards the end, yeah, he seems becoming a bit more confident in his in his abilities as such especially i think end of episode nine yeah where he gets the shit beat out of him by fisk yeah and that kind of like puts him on the path to to become where he like to become daredevil in a way like even mm. like the like official daredevil he goes and gets his suit made by um the mentally injured dude who's from avatar Oh, that's where I know him from. I was sitting there trying to pick him the whole fucking time, and I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, I have his like one of his lines from Avatar ingrained in my head. What is but it? But now I can't remember it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's um it's something stupid because he says it to Michelle Rodriguez. That's yeah. Because it, do we find out that Fisk has <clears throat> excuse me has that special armor in his suit? In episode nine, that's when they yeah, find cause out. Yeah, because I think, and oh, I think it's like an episode or so before, but you do kind of see it in episode nine when I think Matt must have like tries to slice him or something with a sword. Yeah, and then you see 
that it, he um, it's has like a, to... it's like a scale thing inside his suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I, rem- I remember that. I just didn't wasn't sure whether it was placed early because he fought the Russian. Uh, what's his face? The Russian beat him to death with a car, or if yeah. it was actually when he fought Matt for the first time. Which obviously yeah. is, and then that leads in because yeah, like you said, it, that's the changing, like that's the changing episode for the whole show, I think, because um, Foggy finds out that Matt's Daredevil, and that it follows on in episode ten when it becomes basically like an origin story of Foggy and Matt's relationship, which is really important to the show Weird. because with the reference to Electra, which yes. I didn't pick up on it originally. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff I didn't pick up on. I was just doing. Too engrossed in find one the next episode to be brutal. That's what I real I really need to find a list of like references and stuff that are in there so I can go. Oh my god, because mm. even with you know like as an aside with Guardians, like there were so many different references mm. on that in that movie that you have to have a list because it becomes even more enjoyable when you can actually see it for yourself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with back to the Nelson and Murdoch episode, it's it's important for the development of Matt and Foggy's relationship because at at that point, I don't think the show could put up a whole season and another season, another season of Matt just keeping his identity from him because you know, like we talked about in the last episode, we we described that the actual when he when Matt gets punched, he gets punched and he comes home with a black eye. It, it's nothing yeah, that he, he can he, just magically fix yeah he doesn't like get punched walks it off and bob's your uncle no no black guy no um broken ribs what or nothing no he gets exhausted he gets beat up he gets injured and he gets injured pretty bad by fisk mm. but yeah going back to what you, what you were saying about we how we don't have multiple seasons of him hiding his identity i mean at that's like what Arrow is doing at the moment. Mm. Like I think they only just revealed in season three to the last main character on the show who Oliver like like that Oliver Queen was the Arrow and I think that was his sister. Like Oh, okay. Three seasons in they've finally told his sister who oh. that Oliver Queen is the Arrow. And that I'm makes me like, feel really bad for um the Flash. Because we all know well, like, how I feel about the Flash. <laughs> but um yeah, it's like I'm just kind of annoyed that they miss out on the opportunity of having Matt pretend to be his twin brother Mike Murdoch in an attempt to oh, get rid really? of sus- Yeah, like that happens in the comic. He pretends to be his own twin brother called Mike Murdoch in an attempt to like to disprove that Matt Murdoch is Daredevil. But <laughs> it's so stupid. Th- does does that mean Foggy if that would to take place like Foggy surely like he can't yeah, like, I mean, in the in the Daredevil, you know, I'm trying to fucking put my head around it now, because if Foggy and Matt met like, at university, and then 12, 15 years later or whatever, they're at you know the firm with Nelson, like not Nelson Murdoch firm, and then Matt brings out Mike Murdoch. Yep. Yeah. Hi guys, this is my this is my twin brother Matt Murdoch, yeah. Mike Murdoch. You never <laughs> see. Who I haven't told you anything about. <laughs> um, do you think that they're going to? Provided there's a season two, which I assume there probably will be, depending on when I've, it is. Oh, I think I've I've seen something about they they said they're going to do a lecture and bullseye in season two, but the, I'm not ready to take that. Yeah, I'm taking that with a lot of salt because it's just like I don't want to confirm or deny it mm. yet. Do you think that'll be a good direction for it to go? Yeah, like oh, 
I think Electra would be a, de- a decent way to go, depending on how, like, soon Season 2 takes place after Season 1. Like, maybe they could do the time, like the jump in time like they do with, like, The Dark Knight, where mm. you have the so gap between... seven years later or whatever? Yeah, it's like you have the gap and Batman's a bit bit more um well not Batman Daredevil's a bit more um world weary and all that and he knows a lot more so it makes sense for all these new characters to come into play. Like then yeah. I if they do that then I can see him doing bullseye as well but like straight off the bat like if they, season two begins like five minutes after season one ends like those kind of characters kinda of lose a bit of momentum since they're coming in very early and you probably want to get yep. the best out of both characters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know how I'd feel about that in terms of the overall... Like, in terms of Bullseye, I'm a bit kind of apprehensive about Electra Shaw because that, to me, kind of works. But I think Bullseye as a character... I mean, it depends on, I suppose, the villains that come out in the other Netflix series as well. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, in going back to Fisk, do you think, like the last kind of two episodes where things really, really amp up, do you think that... Like, did you expect Ben to die? Because no. I, I didn't at all. No, I had no... Like, I've, I was completely shocked. I was like, oh, yeah, he's quitting his job at the newspaper so he can go and join the Daily Bugle. Mm. That's smart thinking, because I didn't make that joke before about him not being able to go to, like... Not, them not being able to use the Daily Bugle because they didn't have Spider-Man when they made the, they made the show. Yeah. But now they're like, oh, we have Spider-Man, Daily Bugle. Ben's going to go work for the Daily Bugle. Nope, he's going to get choked the fuck out. That that surprised me, which I, I don't know where they're going to go from there. But I also don't know how essential Ben is to the overall arc for Daredevil. I, well, like, you probably know better than I do. Yeah, like in the comics, they use each other a lot. Like Ben post, like will report on all the Daredevils, like, crime findings and all that kind of stuff and exposés and all that on all the criminals and such. And he knows Daredevil's identity but keeps it secret. Yeah. Yeah, and that's right. That's right. Well, that happens in the ben, movie as well, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then Ben, like, Matt, fight, like, uses Ben to, like, research criminals and shit and whatnot. But, yeah, I don't know how what they're going to do now that they've killed him off already. Do you, so. do you think that the... the they killed him, like, to give Matt, like, kind of the, that last push to actually really, really go after and, f- like, finish the fight with Fisk? Oh, you put it that way, kind of. Kind of like, like what they did with Coulson. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm just thinking, that, that's so Avengers. <laughs> um, it is, except Ben obviously can't come back, because I, I, I don't feel like th- this is a show that anyone can just miraculously oh, come back from. Oh, no, they've killed Ben off. Because they're going to bring in Peter Parker in season two, so they can still use the Daily Bugle, oh, and then you can have Spider Man, and 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 Daredevil in one show. Holy shit, that's that's <laughs> actually pretty fucking smart. And it's fucking plausible because Spider Man has rocked up a lot in Daredevil comics. Yeah, no, that's oh my god. And if you if you if they do it, if they do season two a couple of years after season one, then Spidey will be out of high school and it should work a bit better because it'd be actually working at the Bugle. Yeah. And they can introduce it as the bugle. Oh my god! Did we just bro- did, we just, did we just break this? Like, I think we did. I'm gonna message um, the night right now. We need to. We need yeah. Do it right now. We need to tweet about it. Stat 
Okay, anyway, putting that aside, um, <laughs> which, yeah, keep an eye on Twitter's uh, Bleakster and Tom the Wolverine. Um, the final episode, did you, actually, I'm curious, do you like his outfit, like the final outfit? And do you like that they kept it to episode 13 to do it? I like, When he goes and sees him in episode 11, I thought he was going to get it by the end of episode 11 yep. to get his new suit, but I think it made sense to bring it in in episode 13 because that's when he was like, no... This is what I'm doing. I'm the vigilante. I'm going to fight justice and all this shit. And I'm going to come in the best way possible. As for the suit... Actually, hang on. Oh, no, I took it out of my room. I had the Ben Affleck Daredevil Blu-ray in my room. But it looks a bit better than Ben Affleck's bat... Um, I was going to say bat suit. Ben Affleck's Daredevil suit. Because it actually... But the thing is, Daredevil... Like, the, the one in the movie is very just... Yeah, it's very leather. Yeah, but the one with, like, in the show is very, like, there's armor. Like, it actually looks like it's got a lot of armor. Yeah, yeah. This one looks a lot more, like, armoristic and all that kind of stuff. I haven't, I wish I had a photo to look at properly, but I don't. Um, The helmet kind of, I think it's the eyes at the moment. They're they're very off-putting, just like how they've got colored eyes. I like it. I like how the suit looks and all that, but I think this is like um, this is like again Batman, because he's the only one I can think of that have has like a similar kind of um, relationship with this with their suit. Mm. I think this is just an early suit. I think over the years he'll develop a better suit. Maybe like he'll look at it, or he can't look at it. He'll. I mean, it's kind of like a prototype, essentially. Yeah, it's like yeah, like a prototype suit because it, it lacks the Daredevil logo on it and all that kind of stuff. But mm. I think over the years, he'll probably look at his equipment and readapt it and find better ways to use what he's got. Yep. So I think as his first suit, it looks pretty good. Yeah, I agree. I think it's great. And I don't even, like because see the thing is Netflix spoiled it for me because. They changed the background of the like the um um yeah the show base from Murdoch in his like in just like with the standard poster into the actual Daredevil one. And I was like, oh my god! So when I went back to look at the episode uh, to change like to go through the episodes because for some reason my Netflix um took me back to like uh, like back an episode because I think I just hadn't finished like completely watching it. Yeah, it's weird sometimes. Yeah, and so and then it had changed, and I was like, "Oh god!" Like it didn't really bother me, but I was I was very surprised by it because I was kind of hoping to have that big reveal. But yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it didn't matter much because I mean, the final episode is so so well done, and it wraps up everything really really nicely. Yeah. Um, I f- I thought like Netflix changed it after you watched the last episode because it was normal when I started watching the last three, and then when I finished the last episode, it changed. I'm like, "Oh, that's cool! They've changed it to represent that he's now Daredevil." That would have been then, really cool if that was the case. And then everyone's like, oh, they've ruined the suit by changing it so early. I'm like, oh, maybe I just had really good timing. Yeah, that's like the best timing you could possibly imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think um, Fisk will come back? Definitely. The show does imply that he he like well, he's not out of the picture 100%. They're nemesis. Like, yeah. that, they're arch rivals. He's definitely coming back. And in what capacity, I don't know. Yeah, like he could be pulling the strings from jail. He could be. Yeah, yeah, but, but I definitely see him returning because I think Fisk is probably the best written villain that they've had since Loki. Are you just trying to piss me off? 
Um, sad to say, yes, Loki. Like all, oh, <laughs> but see, like honestly, but even then, Loki wasn't really that well written. It was it was performance based. It was performance based, yeah. But I think Fisk had the the writing and the performance behind it. Yeah, absolutely. That really elevated it because yeah, Marvel villains are just yeah. They they yeah they are very like there's no real shade of but I think you could probably also say that Fisk works because of the thirteen episodes rather than. Yeah. having two hours. You've got 13 hours with this. Well, I tell a lie, maybe 11 hours because he doesn't show up in the first two episodes. But that's the most important thing is that he's fleshed out. But also there's no... Like the origins to him as well are very... It's very lean. It's not very like flashback, flashback, flashback. Yeah, whole no, episode dedicated get, to like, it. Yeah. what? One episode? Mm, which is really scary flashback? to watch. That was yeah. a scary episode to watch. Um, yeah, you, like people think he's fucked up. His mum's fucked up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's like, oh god! Yeah, he he basically he beats his dad to death because he's beating up her mom, his mom, and then she turns around and goes, "Get the get the saw," and she cuts him up and dumps him in a river. <laughs> who has the fucking? Who just like, is like, I'm gonna cut him up, like? It's, uh, it's it's really <gasps> really well done. <laughs> Like, messed up, but really well done. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I mean, let's wrap it up. Yeah, actually, I do want to talk about the fight scene between Fisk and Daredevil at the end. Yeah, go, go, go for All right. it. Like, if you're expecting, like, a big blockbustery kind of fight scene with special effects and all that kind of shit, you're not going to get it. Not yet, at least. Yeah. Daredevil, the TV show, is focuses on the characters and in a way the character of Hell's Kitchen its location that it's set in for it to go and do a big blockbustery finale fight between Fisk and Daredevil it would have undermined the whole grittiness and realism thing that they were going for instead you have Fisk and Daredevil going toe to toe in an alleyway in Hell's Kitchen that to me just like personified everything about the show like for as big as these two characters can get, they're still little compared to Hell's Kitchen, and they're only just occupants in it. So they have to, and of course, they're going to duke it out in Hell's Kitchen instead of have like a giant fight across New York City. They'll they'll fight for the um, the freedom and what they believe in, and the the well being of Hell's Kitchen in an alleyway if they have to. That's what I took from it. Yeah, I. It's a very. It's that like I even think that the fight in itself is a character because. Like, it's very small scale. You know, it's not like mm. you said across New York City. It is very. It's in an alley. <laughs> that's yeah. it. <laughs> like it's it's in an alley. Like I'm I've, I've, even though it's not the best fight of the season, like uh, episode two. Yeah. Um, it was one that I thought was really great because it just helped bring to light everything that the show was about. And then try to undermine it by like, all right, here's um, a big giant ship crashing into London, and go through all these time portals or some shit or planet portals, whatever you call them. Oh god, I, I love Thor, but that was a bit much. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, god. <laughs> Retrospectively, I think the Dark World is not that great. Well, it's yeah. it's it's a good film, but it's not. 
yeah. like great. Like you know how I was on Facebook going, yeah. "Oh my god, like this is the best thing ever." I do want to speak. I do have a, th- a new theory that I want to talk about after the episode. Yeah, we will. Talk yeah, about it's not a dead up one. Um, so, in terms of out of like out of ten, like what would you give it? Like the first season, a nine. Like it. I think it breathes new life. It breathes new life into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It does away with the like. It's not. A, it's not your Guardians of the Galaxy. It's not your Iron Man or your Captain America. While Captain America kind of had its grittiness, Daredevil's grittiness is levels above Captain mm. America: The Winter Soldier's grittiness because it's just it's hard hitting. It's brutal. Your characters can die. Yeah. They can bleed. That's it's just that's the scariest part. Yeah, like when I was watching it, I. There was like at least fifty dozen times where I forgot it was actually set in the Marvel universe, like because it's just it's just that it's just that different to what's come before it, and I think that's why it's really good because it's something fresh that Marvel really needed for this universe. Because as much as I love it, it's pretty much the same thing all over, over and over again. Yeah, I, I I'd agree with that. I think that's a pretty good way to sum it up because the the tone of it is just so like it's it's not some it's not like defeating where you'd watch it and you're constantly kind of going oh my god like oh this is really difficult to watch because it's so dark because it has its lighter moments and yeah. i think you know foggy and karen are the, like those moments where things can be and even matt to to an extent as well it has lighter moments that work and then there's such good chemistry between the cast the writing's really well done it looks great and it puts it, it, it kind of sets a tone for the rest of the epi- like the rest of the series coming in the next couple of years. Um, we know that the films probably won't be like that. Although maybe from what I've heard, I mean the early impressions from Age of Ultron are that it's a lot more darker. So, yeah, I mean Daredevil could be also like a, a little small, precursor. A, yeah, like a small smoke sni- a signal for the for the series uh, for the Marvel universe in itself it, to get darker. Yeah, I have a feeling the next phase after Ant-Man might be it'll get it'll get darker mm. it won't get as brutal as Daredevil unless they're like let's do a Punisher TV show which they need to do because that'll work a lot yeah. but um yeah it's it's gonna it'll definitely get darker I think especially with like if you look at the film titles you got like Thor Ragnarok, Ragnarok Civil, Civil War, War. Is Other that, ones. That yeah, I was like, is, is that it? I can't remember. If I'm like, wait, wait, I've lost. I'm like, oh no, there's only like two of them that sound really dark. Yeah, there's Civil War, Ragnarok, Infinity War. Yeah, yeah, and there's talks that the Defenders will rock up in Infinity War. So yeah, I did see that. Which there was a pretty cool theory, which was that the Avengers would be like the top heavy major stuff, and the Defenders would be kind of getting rid of the scraps. Yeah, which is um, which I actually thought was a pretty good idea. Yeah, that sounds good. But um. I like- Anyway, we'll leave that for another day. Um, we're going to call it quits for the time being. Um, I think what on the what's on the horizon for us is we're hoping to have the Age of Ultron episode done in the next week. But Friday, hopefully, hopefully by Friday night, because um, we're all seeing it this week. So we're going to try and get it done as soon as we can. But um, we're gonna. We're going to finish up for the day. Thanks for listening, guys. It was fun doing the special. Our next special is probably going to be a season, mid-season check-in on Game of Thrones in about June. Oh, I can't, I can't forget that I watched the fucking Batman. Oh, yes. Trip. And also, 
keep your ears out because Tom still hasn't seen the Batman vs Superman trailer because we bet him last year that he has to. <laughs> we have to record his reaction to it. I've seen it a few times, and I think Tom's going to really enjoy it, and I think you guys will as well. So we'll we'll, we'll catch you on the flip side, guys. Thanks for listening. Oh well. Wow. <laughs>